Penis. Penis. Pen Penis. 15. Las Vegas. Ah, it's a good number. Pen 15. Hey, Hey, what'd you think of uh, the new... Uh, we didn't make anything of it, but the new season started. What'd you think of the new intro? Oh, I uh, I love this season. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Boz. We got some real twists and turns for you this season, folks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Our, ri- our writers have been just cranking out just plot after plot. Damn right. That's why, uh, th- that's why we got so much on the docket. That's why my... Uh, my e- so I I've gone from text thread, you know, with the new phone because I'm a coward. Uh, yes, the text thread didn't transfer. Oh so no! There a, so there was a brief period where I had my note on my old text thread to myself. I could have just sent it. Could have just sent it to myself. Sure. I'm not going to do that. So I copied it and put that into a uh, unsent Gmail draft. So classic move. It's getting long, man. All it's, of my uh, my entire draft. Yeah. My entire yeah. draft. Yeah. My. My entire draft folder is just notes to myself. Yeah. Good. I've never once started a personal email and, and thought I'll come back to this later. It's always just like I shouldn't send this or I'm sending it now. It's never been like let me let me check in. Let me keep it's yeah. The draft folder knows what it is. It's just memos to oneself. That can be accessed from any device. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. the big Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, I think mine's a lot more of notes to myself plus like, I don't know, 15 of the same started email, mm. you know, like a fantasy football email that you just don't know how to, how to quite send. And so, so you start it, you know, when you're on the toilet at the office on a Tuesday morning, you don't finish that one. And then, and then you start another one later at like lunch when when you thought of some better statistics and and better guys to rip into, yes, but yeah, that looks, will uh, happen. Hey, looks like somebody else is trying to join in the new season. Yeah, Yeti's trying to get involved. Yeti, nice. uh, Yeti really made what was already going to be a huge a, dump. No, well, even bigger. Well, <laughs> funny you should say that. He did probably take the biggest dump I've seen him take this nice. morning. And I told Reagan, I was like, <laughs> you know hey. how much we love this type of talk here? I was like, hey, Reagan, he took the biggest dump I've ever seen him take. You got to see like, this, right? She, no, no. She was just like, that's great, you know, because we, we've been trying to get him to eat more, you know? So seeing a healthy turd means. <laughs> Try, trying to get him to poop more as well. Yeah. Well, so then she came out later while I was working in the barn and there's a turd in the driveway. And she was like, wow, that is huge. I was like, that's actually small. I already cleaned up the other one. That's a new one, and it's smaller than the one. Like he took two of his biggest ever dumps within like a two-hour period this morning. I'm very proud. I'm very proud. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But he made what was already going to be a busy weekend way not not busy bad. Just like you're you know, a borderline at, manure farmer now. Well, that was the only poo-related part of the whole weekend. But everything else was Yeti-related. It was going to be fun, action-packed, and it became. Uh, just action packed, f- full of blood. Uh, th- there was there was a toe trimming, a nail a nail clipping incident. Okay, yeah, you you went on the wick, and it turns out this motherfucker has like just a, an infinite amount of blood. And so Friday, Friday afternoon, that it's a big dog, a lot of blood. Then it's okay. So apparently they're only in pain for like a couple of minutes when that happens, but they bleed just forever and uh and so we didn't have any stip tick which is that like clotting stuff on hand because why the fuck would we and so uh cornstarch works well you 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 just you feel like i should have stip tick on hand i'm just saying if if you encountered a problem where somebody was like you should probably have this i don't know you're a prepared guy you for a guy who isn't a boy scout you're like honorary eagle look if i had heard of stip tick before this event occurred i'd have had it but i'd never heard of the stuff yeah and even the, just the name it, it sounds misleading yeah it sounds like a fucking cryptid like some sort of being that like from eastern europe some creature that comes was, and sucks your dick in the night i was thinking makeup for insects you know just also that yeah why not that why not both but Stip so for your mundane grasshopper. So we wrestle him down 
and we, we're dipping his toe in in cornstarch. No, it's not just a wrestle. That's a wrestle, you dude. Gotta, like. He <laughs> was furious. Like uh, he knew that he knew the score, right? He it was my toughest opponent yet, <laughs> and so we we, we get his paw in the cornstarch. He was, he was alpha goat. Well, we're good. You know, it's clotting. We're like, all right, there is blood and cornstarch all over the house at this point. But we're like, okay, like we got we got him in his crate. We can at least lick in this dog blood soup now. Well, <laughs> basically, <laughs> he keeps trying to lick it. So we we tie his head with the leash to the corner of his crate for a little bit because, like, I just I'm so exhausted from the wrestling, and we can't have him lick it for a little bit, and so. We're doing no that. dogs were harmed in the clipping of this toenail. I mean, past the toenail, the toenail clipping, yes, but past that, he was not <laughs> harmed. He's incredibly strong, so you just got to you got to wrestle him. But so then he goes outside later, starts bleeding again. We're like, oh no, I'm driving all over the city trying to find Stiptic. Can't find it. We're out of cornstarch. Buy more cornstarch. We dip him in cornstarch. We're hanging out the ne- now. Saturday was the open house of the uh of the new location of the foster guy that we got him from who is still you know that was his trainer uh all of his friends are there and he, the guy got this big beautiful property human friends or dog friends dog friends although honestly okay. the owners of his dog friends are also fans of yeti a lot of them were gonna it's weird when i go on walks with him with like the training group people come up and they're like oh man one of these days i'm gonna adopt yeti and i'm just like hey i did thank you and it's very much like it's I. It feels familiar. It's like when you're dating the hot chick, and you're just like, "Hey, I, I <laughs> everybody to, in that friend group is like, man, I'm I managed. I'm to just score. waiting for you to step out. Uh, yeah, I managed to uh, swoop in on Reagan. Same same thing. Scored myself a Yeti. But anyway, we're looking forward to that. I'm actually gonna free the beast. Speak of the devil. There we go. Get on out, that boy. And uh, and so. We're excited, but then he starts bleeding again around lunchtime. We're like, "Oh, so we can't we can't go to the the doggy the doggy open house play date thing." So now it's now it's time to go to the vet, All right? And so I'm taking him to the we, we call the vet and they're like, we, you, "You know, we can see him in a couple hours." So I haven't actually taken taken this dog to the vet yet. I've taken him to physical therapy and other things, but all the vet appointments have been while I'm at work. So I, yeah, you took him. You've taken him to dog PT. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, now it's time. You know, it's it's happening on a weekend. I want to do my part. I will take him to the vet. So we go to the vet. I walk in. I'm the, there's one other guy, pretty big waiting room. I'm the only other guy there. Or the, like, there's one other guy there. He's got his dog next to him. They take Yeti back. This guy's already, he's, this guy is trying to ask me questions about the type of dog that Yeti is while I'm trying to tell the doctor what's going like they already kind of know what's going on but I'm trying to tell like, the doctor what type of dog he is it's like and and this guy is the chiefiest chief of all chiefs I don't know where he's he seems to be from the area but he's like dude what kind of dog is that like he's got a weird New England accent despite I think being from San Francisco and uh, he's, like, he's oh, from Qu- he's from the Quincy of San Francisco, wherever that is. Yes, exactly. It's somewhere that. near Harbor. I I don't know. My grandfather worked on ships, and so I just hang outside of bars. That's I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna skip over a lot of my interactions with this guy because that in this veterinary waiting room. This is this is a little new for me, but uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to make it work, dude. <laughs> come on, tell me about this doc. Dude, I wish he'd ask me questions about the dog. He starts telling me his life story. And at first, I started writing stuff down on my phone because I was like, I got to tell Jimbo about this. This is funny as hell. And then it took very quickly a hard turn onto this is just too depressing to even make fun of. <laughs> this is this is brutal. And so, but uh, before we got to that turning point, another dog came in, real small dog and like young. And uh, it's this this woman and her probably like six year old daughter and uh, the dog. Shaking. The dog got was do- her daughter. Could be who knows. Okay. And uh, and, and you know, I was like, oh, what a cutie! Like, how, how old is it? She's like, oh, he's fourteen weeks old, and he was uh, confiscated by uh, whatever body does that because it had broken its leg and was being ignored, and so some 
animal group confiscated it and gave it to this lady as a foster to nurse it back to health. Now it had like an unrelated eye thing. The leg was fine. Doesn't, doesn't matter. It's in a diaper though. And so the guy next to me is like, hey, why is that dog in a diaper? And she's like, well, you know, he's 14 weeks old and he, uh, he gets, you know, he pees when he gets excited. It's just easier when we take him out and oh, while we're working on the potty training, it's easier to just put him in a diaper. And then the guy, like, I was just like, yeah, that makes sense. And while I'm saying that, the guy just goes, oh, yeah, don't want that R. Kelly juice going everywhere. That R. Kelly, you don't want an R. Kelly moment, that R. Kelly juice. And luckily, the six-year-old daughter and the, like, did not get it because she's six. And the mom did not get it because English is definitely her second language. And so I think it just flew over both of their heads. But it's like, that's good. Yeah. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> and then, uh, just, oh, uh, then from me to you. Uh, if you could have thought of anything worse to say, like I, I can't think of it. Like, please. Right? Like, like there was maybe a time when that was considered like, like, like R. Kelly's actions were viewed as like a lighthearted crime, maybe. But that would have been like during the Chappelle Show era, like fifteen. Exactly. Years ago. Yeah. Like now that we know the full details, it is not charming. It is not cute. It is not a wacky thing a celebrity did. It's pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah, then the guy is. started complaining about his acid reflex, which that got a full audible chuckle out of me. I really <laughs> like acid reflex. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll try to incorporate some of my acid reflex into this. Yeah. No. No. Reflex. It must be reflex. If it's not reflex, reflex. it's not funny. Yeah, I got you have an to... acid reflex. Yeah. <laughs> so when you tap me on the knee, I just... It's like a pH of like point zero six. I, I mean, it's really, it's really tough stuff. Yeah, and then uh, then he was like, "Here's some videos of my sick wife, and here's my home address." And it just got it got bad. It got so we're gonna we're gonna blow past it. We're gonna blow past it. So he the hangs vet- out at veterinary rooms to like give depressing details about his life. Tell the worst jokes to strangers and, uh, yeah, make friends. Don't worry. So, his, sounds like his, he's from Quincy. Don't worry. His dog situation was also depressing. We're going to skip all over that as well. I But I ended up leaving the, the vet with a with a, a Yeti dipped in a quick clot on his toe. And they gave me a baggie of it in an unlabeled. It's like the post-it note size drug bag, but it's unlabeled. And it's like a yellowish brownish it could not look more like heroin okay at all and it's just awesome the bag's too big for it to be like a normal amount of heroin yeah like that's and the doctor's like don't worry it's free like don't worry about this you know it's included in the visit don't and he just like hands it to me like you know when you put something in between two outstretched fingers like you can see me but the listener can't but you've got the bag along in between your index and middle finger i don't know because i don't deal cocaine that much right that's it it's but he that's how he hands it to me and i was just like okay this is very strange um was he also on a cell phone the entire time like (laughs) are you sure you didn't just meet a drug dealer hard to say and if you can get past quincy dude uh you know the the doctor will see you and give you drugs quincy guy had me so confused that at one point these two women walked in and their dog was, was child. Well, their dog is a this is a different set. Separate incidents. Yeah, this oh, is some older lady. I was there. I was there for an hour and a half with this man the wow. whole time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I forget and, we go we go out there and we we do stuff. You yeah. know, not not everything is just an appointment where where it's like oh we scheduled this online a month ago and we're gonna be here for the allotted hour and a half that you'll allow us to be here. This is I gotta wait an hour and a half to get a little bag of drugs from the stupid fucking <laughs> drug dealing doctor. Yeah, I didn't even have my dog. Everyone else in the waiting room has their pet, and I'm just there with no animal, just like, what's up? <laughs> just describing <laughs> symptoms, and hopefully yeah, he gets you a bag me. of heroin. Trust me, he's in the back. You're just going to have to trust me on that. I'm not just weirdly hanging out here. But this this uh, couple of older ladies walks straight in. They're like, just go on back, take a seat. And I did not see a pet with them. And I was like, do they do human stuff here too like i was so that's how off my game i was one of them's technically the pet turns out it was just a really small dog that was like bundled up against the chest of one of them okay and so i just hadn't seen it like in her coat but i was really prepared to find out that i was like do they do i know you can take 
Giardia pills the same as dogs. That's Joan and I but- both saw an old lady driving a, a Kia Sportage. Uh, we were we were driving back from the station, but like we saw the hair first, and we both instantly thought like that's a big poodle driving that car. <laughs> <laughs> nah, my grandma's uh, hypoallergenic. But yeah, yeah, it's because of the hair. Yeah. So then I get home, and Reagan. I, I I've I've told Reagan she should go out and have a nice time it's gay pride going on she got she she went hung out with her friends i was like i got this i haven't i haven't done vet stuff yet i got this you know yeah that's how you celebrate pride and so now i'm home and i got the dog and i got he's 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 okay but we i gotta keep him from doing he's got his cone on and i gotta keep him from doing stuff which occasionally means more wrestling and so i decide you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna give the pacific a shot i've never actually watched it yeah so I watched the first two episodes, and I'm wrestling the boy, and then eventually I send him off to bed, and then John calls, JJP, and I'm talking to him, and he's just like, wait, so your whole day consisted of beast wrestling and watching violence? <laughs> and I was just like, yes. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's... That's been the bulk of the. I also did a bunch of. I poured. I poured another hundred pounds of concrete. That's up to four thousand total for the house. Two okay. tons. Did it nicely done. Built a fence. Built a bunch of shit. But all that seemed secondary to dog wrestling. Yeah. But he's good now. Now I've been chirping a lot. I also saw a great photo from John, or not from John, but of John and two other people sent to me at one in the morning my time. Meeting four in the morning from the time of the people in the photo. Uh, sure. And that I could not. Right. I could not have been happier to wake yeah. up to that. Yeah, I hung out with John, uh, <laughs> and I I promised him that if Joan came along, that she would uh, get tired, fall asleep on his couch, and probably forget your, her throw ups album at at his place. Which most of that happened. She actually remembered the album. Nice. Yeah. But I did I forget d- my charger over there, so. Eh, we we sure. managed to forget something, at least. That's that's what's important. Now you have to see yeah. John again. Now you just yeah. have to. The old leave behind. That's how I keep my friends. Yep. And I know uh, John was thrilled when Joan asked if he had any Grace Jones albums, and John was able to reply with, not only do I, but you are the first person to ever request that, so that's what we're going to listen to. Yeah, well, Joan's a big uh, Grace Jones fan. I think that's hey, why she's named Joan. Whoa. No, I'm just kidding. I was gonna say they're spelled differently, but they are. But who knows? Who knows? Some people think that Vesper Lynn from uh, Casino Royale was named for Vesper Lynn because of her conflicted loyalties. Okay. So, yeah. Suck it. You don't have Suck to be it. named exactly. Some people think Pussy Galore was named after having a bunch of sex. <laughs> Holly Goodhead. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, buddy, uh, what have you been up to? Well, I hung out with John for like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, the better part of a Friday night. No shit, I had no idea. So then I, so then I got all hungover Saturday and went up to the station with Joan, who is, I guess, even more hungover, because she said at one point to Matt, she was like, I forgot how much those guys drink when they're together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys are a force. Yeah. For yeah, good. I've, a force for good. Well, it's one of those things where, you know, I'm trying to live a little healthier. So that's that's me kind of dipping my toe in to the, the life that, that John lives every day. It's just like sometimes I think, man, you should eat a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, what's what's funny is that John is also trying to live a little healthier. And so I think you both dipped your toes into your old lives. <laughs> you guys I guess so. Seen. Yeah. Yeah, which I do too. Absolutely, just like why John's version all... of living healthier is vodka and soda water. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like the three of us could hang out and get just we get like two thirty racks and it's just like we'll each just have twenty beers tonight. Like, is that yeah? Yeah, it sounds tasteful. Yeah, just a tasteful <laughs> twenty. Yeah, and just yeah, a couple of hoagies, a couple of pizzas, be fine. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean. All good things to report from John. Uh, he lives Love in that. the same house. He's got some new LPs, and uh, it's great news. And he still likes idols. 
That's good. Yeah. They're still uh they're, they're still coming to Boston good- in the fall, I think. He's I I remember him telling me like we we should probably get tickets to go see because he's already gotten tickets. To go yeah, see. I I think I'll be seeing them on uh, at Tim's bachelor party in Detroit. I believe that was mentioned. Really? Um, yeah, we'll see. They'll be in they'll Street Detroit. Okay, in Street Detroit. <laughs> wow, we're just really combining just layers of jokes here. But yeah, I uh, sorry, Street Detroit. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But yeah, dude, I uh, I did not go to work today. What do you think of that? Congratulations. What do you think of that? What is that, belated Juneteenth? In a way, kind of. Or really early celebration. You, you got an in lieu of day? <laughs> Love those. Yeah, no, hey, we're going to uh, take the uh, that day after Thanksgiving in lieu of Veterans Day. I was like, so what about the veterans? It's like, um, yeah. I hope they like the day after Thanksgiving off. Yeah, why not? They the Veterans need to buy things. Damn right. Yeah, no the 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 reason I didn't I, I I sent an email ahead of time to let them know that I was not going to be coming in and like, oh senior you know. skip day. Well, I entered it in the I used PTO, you know, but uh, <sighs> but the reason I did that was one I have quite a bit because of the whole being essential thing and it building up, and two I got this. I'll I'll skip all the boring trying to describe it details. There's a video on my Instagram of me knocking down the fence the rest of the way. But yeah, I've seen f- it. <clears throat> yeah, that that chunk of fence was attached initially when it was built. It had two posts, two four by fours into the into poured concrete. It was nailed into my neighbor's garage where somebody lives, and it was nailed to the. It was built into the deck that was about six inches off the ground that was there when we moved in. Now I have removed the deck in its entirety. I saw that, yeah, and the posts have completely dry rotted out. So at this point, it is now nailed to my neighbor's garage, and that was it. And so we get some pretty strong gusts, and it was taken, I think they were about 10-foot boards uh, on one chunk and 8-foot on the other chunk, and the wind was just blowing this fucking, you know, tall but not that wide, but just fairly large, just it, you know, it's got a door on it. Just a bunch of clunky metal was just slamming against the house and blowing down. And it finally got to a point where we were like, "We like, we got to fix this. This is going to blow I need down." The and saw. Get, yeah, yeah. Either Yeti's going to get out, or it's going to crush somebody or something. So, yeah, I got to chop down a wall, which honestly, if you, you can see in the video, did not take much. <laughs> like that thing was coming. Down. I mean, basically, I helped it down. It was already down. I just kind of. I read it its last rites, and it finally gave up the ghost. Well, I'm proud um, of you. Yeah, and then uh, I had to do what all what all white guys end up doing: conquering a small amount of land. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. All right. Uh, are you claiming adverse possession? Now, now, now. I obviously know what that means, but for the listener, <laughs> land that isn't yours that you take conspicuously. Over a period of time, until it becomes yours. In the it's legal sense, in, it's different in different states. Uh, I know one of the guys uh, at the office in Massachusetts said it has to be notorious. Ah, <laughs> like I like that. That's, I like having to legally prove. Yeah, your I like <laughs> notorious legal- dealings. <laughs> we must legally define notorious and then prove it in court. Um, no, for this we actually measured out the width of our property just to just to confirm based on the title beforehand, and uh, we we knew this, but we double checked. Part of our neighbor's driveway is our property, and part of our driveway is our neighbor's property. Hmm. And our driveway the has same a small, guy? or like no, other side, like other just side. the the line should be somewhere else, basically. Yeah, yeah, like. It's just, you know, instead of having the property line fall right on the edge of our house, because the driveways are the only thing separating the house. There's no strip of grass or anything. It's just right. driveway. So the property line just landed, you know, about three, two to three feet <coughs> off the houses and therefore in shit happens all the time into the driveway. See, it's fine. We see this. Yeah. And there's a small, the re- I'm, I've kind of mentioned it. The reason that we could never have used our barn, <coughs> what I'm now calling a barn because I painted it to look like one, we could never use that garage. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's okay. I'll car- get some out too. <clears throat> to put to put a car in is because our neighbors uh, put a little p- 
put their fence with a little concrete retaining wall right up to their property line. So it's about three feet into our driveway for about, I don't know, 10, 15 feet of it, which they did that you know years ago. It's totally fine. It's their property. Yeah. It's before you were there. Yeah. And so basically we did something similar with about 10 feet on our The other side. side. Yeah. Basically because one, it is ours. And two, we have this window that opens up to it. And any time they came in and out, Yeti would just bark at them coming in and out. So now we've got like, now he can't see them and we have a place to put our trash cans. doesn't know they exist. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But so, uh, but so, uh, y- you know, I was out there just being like, oh boy, I hope nobody yells at me. Oh no. I mean, I knew, I knew we were, I knew everything was, was, was fine, but it was just one of those. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> No. Yeah, you, you law-abiding citizen, you. I'm a rules guy. There's certain, like, I don't agree with all laws, but rules is different. Yeah, you know. <laughs> what is it when a when a populace is quick to to call it itchy dial fingers? They got itchy itchy. Uh, you know, <laughs> go, for the phone. Sure, like, oh, yeah, to, yeah. to call the code enforcement. Well. Here was my ace in the hole, Jimbo. Somebody's living in their garage. Ah, nice. No one's no one's calling code enforcement from that side of the property. I knew that. I also, got you. This, the fence is less. The fence is six feet high. You don't need a permit for that. We were gold. We we're golden. Everything nice by the book. By the book. By the book. Cool. And most importantly, I'd been sitting on the fact that I'd poured thirty nine hundred pounds of concrete. And all the projects based on the house, and that was making me very uncomfortable. That's, that's one Toyota Corolla's worth of uh, concrete there. That's got to be more than that. Your car it's can't my, be that my, heavy. It's my listed weight. Really? I don't. I don't know when it was weighed, but yeah. <laughs> well, we no, are now I, up to I a think cool it's like one two ten. tons. Nice. Uh, Thirty nine hundred. It's like an itchy number to think about. I was like, oh, I'm so close. Ugh. Is that, uh, that's that's a number to be proud of, though. Two tons? No, two tons 3,900. Yeah, it's fine. But two tons is better. Now, are and, these long tons? Mm, now, I know what that means, but for the listener. it's I uh, Google it. There's a bunch of different tons. I learned about the troy ounce today. Now, that's gold, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. What's that mean? I, I, I don't know. I know it's, the, it's used to weigh gold, but I don't know how it differs from a regular ounce. Uh, yeah, it, it's just a different measure because guess what? They came up with it in the fucking 1600s. Shit's stupid as hell, Jimbo. I hate it. It is. I, it's, I hate all it's the really different, dumb. I hate the fact I've discussed it on here before the pints in the U S and pints in England. I think all of the UK are so different because one, they use a different size of fluid ounce and two, they use a different quantity of. Of those of different those sized di- ounces, yeah. mm-hmm. that's infuriating. Yeah. Like, well, this is just a way for bankers to have their own units now. Also, do you know what a, what a trillion? Let me let, let me confirm the exact number. What a trillion used to mean in in England. Everywhere else, it always meant exactly what it means. What in, twelve uh, zeros? A trillion meant like you know a thousand twelve billions. zeros. Yeah. In. Yeah. It, in England, it used to be one million millions. What? So a million squared? Yeah, something like that. Like it was some impossibly large number. That was a trillion. It's just like, what are you stupid? Of of course it was. Like we, but there's also a number for that impossibly <laughs> large number. Yeah. So just because like, it's a large number doesn't mean you have to be afraid of twelve zeros. There's you already got a number with six zeros that you know about. You yeah, they're like idiots. million, done, billion, yes, trillion. We're gonna eliminate our previous pattern. Uh-uh. Fuck that. No, no. <laughs> Chaos uh-uh. mode. Chaos mode. Uh weird. Yep. Um well I thought this might be a good uh aside after like your dog story. I like but I didn't. I don't want to get too sad too quick because you know I see a lot of stuff on on the highway um, that that makes me sad. Some stuff makes me want to like pull over. And I saw one today. Uh, it was a piece of plywood. looked real good. That was on the highway. It was on Route One. 
Thought about just abandoned. thought about pull, you know, abandoned, abandoned, possibly dead plywood. You know, just in lane oh. one on on route one by in the Chelsea curves. Brutal. Yeah, it looked to good it. too. It looked, you know, it was it was a good looking piece of plywood. You hate to see that. I know. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I was just I was just thinking about you know how I've kind of changed. Like I, I've always been resourceful, but I, I never thought I'd get to like that level of resourceful where I see like a pallet in a parking lot and I'm like, that's I could get something out of that. There's like, some I could, use there. I could I could get a lot out of that. And I, I yeah. might I might need that right now. Could be. It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. It is good. Being able to find useful stuff. Yeah. I yeah. also like uh the freedom to when it's time to get rid of something that you're like, this is broken, this has no no purpose, it's beyond fixing. And just getting rid of it. Oh, it's yeah. a good feeling. Yeah, pushing it out of your car on the highway. Yep. I we had a uh, a ping pong table at work that had gotten right onto con- 101. Well, the air, the air conditioner leaked and uh root just ruined it. Wait, it your just, ping pong table had an air conditioner? It's California. We're fancy out here. It's Silicon Valley, my guy. Damn, dude. And so it ruined the ping pong table and it was just, it had been sitting there for like a year, just ruined, you know. And it's during COVID. No one's really playing. No one's really coming to the office, let alone playing ping pong. And we're moving. The company's moving in a, in a couple months, so I'm just trying to clear out all the bullshit before the move starts, so that we don't have to move a bunch of bullshit. And so I was like, "Hey, hey yeah, chuck- yeah, you're, you're I'm a mover. Ch- I'm chucking that ping pong table." And everybody was like, "Nice." So I wheeled it. the The dumpster we have access to, I, it, I have to go past New Age Meats, which I've discussed with you before, but I have to go past them. Yeah, they have not updated their sign. Their sign is still. On eight and a half by eleven, one word per page. New age meets. I don't like it. And but it's probably over a hundred yards away, the dumpster. And so I pushed this thing past a bunch of people, bunch of construction workers just eating their lunch. Yeah, getting catcalled. I get it, dude. I get all the way. It's one of the tall dumpsters. I get it there. I didn't bring a measuring tape. Turns out this thing is about one inch wider than the diagonal. Of the dumpster. And so I can't quite get it into the dumpster. So I just abandoned it next to the dumpster. You're not going to roll it back. Of course not. But what I did roll over after it was we had these broken desk chairs, just like three of them. I just taped a bunch of bullshit to them and then dumped them. Throwing an office chair into a dumpster feels good, dude. It just does. does. Yeah. Toggle switches and throwing full-size office chairs into dumpsters are things I wish more people got to deal with. Now this open top dumpster, like a like a big long guy, or you got the uh, you know the type flip, with the lids, the flip, flip back, flip yeah, top, fl- but a, but flip. a tall one, and it's 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 one of yeah, those. Yeah, so ones you get where the shot put. You get the shot put the office chair in there. You know, yeah. The well, two-arm. unfortunately, it's in an enclosed like dumpster garage thing, and the lid actually can't go up. Flip all the way back the whole way because yeah. of the roof, and so you have to bend it. And have it get pinched by the roof to hold it in place while you shove the chair in. So it does take a little bit of the fun out, but yeah, it adds to the that's, drama. That, that's an unfun dumpster. It adds lie. to the drama, which is nice. Uh, mm. This is a tasty beverage here, Jimbo. Yeah, what you got though over there? Well, I got uh, I got whiskey. I'll expand on that in a second. Mixed that's, with uh, a little vermouth. Is that vermouth. or is that just a regular Y? It might be a double E after I describe okay. to you what this whiskey is. Uh, a little vermouth, some Angostura bitters, a little splash of orange bitters, and then I took a sip, and somehow it ended up really, really fucking sweet, so I wanted to water it down a bit, so I threw, uh, I was like, I'll throw some carbonated water in there, and then I uh, couldn't find any, but I did find a little bit of a orange bubbly drink that I had earlier this morning that I had yeah, to finish. Yeah, it's salty, yeah. So I put that in there. And so I don't know what this is, but it, it's not bad. But the whiskey, Jimbo, uh-huh. we, we, we went into the to the liquor store a few weeks ago, getting a we present We went somebody. into the liquor store. A liquor-based present, the best kind three of present. Three weeks ago. And they had one of those pop-up, you know, the podiums with the liquor distributor. Yeah. 
And we had Yeti with us, and everybody's like, love this dog. dog he's, uh, he's great. Yeah. Do you guys want some free whiskey? Yeah, you should like, start committing crimes. Like, you got a walking distraction. Right? Yeah. And so we're like, oh, so, we hey, anybody want to pick up his poop? I got like 20 <laughs> minutes. We will, of course, try your free whiskey. Thank you. So we go back. It's called Glyph. You heard of this? Glyph. Now, it's, is this it's, an acronym? Grandma's. No, G-L-Y-P-H. Hashtag oh, not sponsored. Okay. Now, hieroglyph. This is this is yeah, presumably this is the most Silicon Valley ass booze I've ever heard of. Now, this woman, while she's pouring us, while she's pouring us the samples, oh, a woman's pouring you whiskey while you have your dog in a liquor store. I'm buckle up, dude. She says, "What we've done is we've we've isolated at the molecular level all of the flavor elements that make whiskey taste like whiskey." And we have replicated them in a lab, meaning we have made whiskey from start to finish that takes 24 hours. You're drinking test tube whiskey? Dude, I'm drinking like the Tesla equivalent of whiskey. (laughs) No, it's it's test tube whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a day to make it. That's in vitro, man. Gross. Basically, yeah. It's like new age meats. Yeah. So that's what it is. And I got to say, it's not that bad. Uh, it definitely doesn't that, taste I think, the same as good whiskey, certainly, but it doesn't taste as bad as like Evan Williams. <laughs> I think that's my reaction to most whiskeys is just, I've had worse. Like, yeah, I used to drink Kentucky gentlemen. Like this is better than that. And old yeah. granddad. Those are, those are the two bottom rungs of <laughs> the tower. I actually I got a buddy out here who's uh he's he's a fairly new buddy cuz he's he's dating a friend of ours but I like him and I happen to know that he he's like a a pretty fancy uh lawyer from Texas and he happens to know quite a bit about whiskey so I'm going to have him come over and we're going to drink yeah, the rest of it and Texas I'm going to get lawyer his friend? full Is he like yeah. Texas lawyer like cowboy hat or like Texas lawyer like Jack Nicholson from Easy Rider um so he I, I i would be shocked if he did not own several cowboy hats he does not wear them because it's san francisco and that would be a very different a cowboy hat in san francisco means a very specific and different thing ah you know okay you know what i mean but uh he's got cowboy boots i've seen them. in new york it means you're a cowboy who plays guitar in central square yeah and you're not wearing much other than the boots it's true and, the hat. and then you start espousing you know Weird conservative beliefs and people. Didn't it turn out he was like racist? (laughs) Uh, In weirdly specific ways. Yeah, I think I. I don't know if he married the lady after, but I know he's he's not married to like a a white lady, and I I don't know if that was a cover for him. He he just wanted to wear the the tidy white. It's strange that a guy wearing tidy white, he's playing guitar in Central Square, uh, became political, but it did. Yeah. Like, I remember hearing that he got canceled, and I was just like, he talks? Like, he yeah. gives statements? He ran for president. <laughs> like, that'd be I mean, like of course he out- ran for president. It's the guy the guy with the boot on his head ran for president. I mean, you, oh, it doesn't take Vermin much. Oh, Vermin Supreme? Vermin yeah. Supreme is, is the goat. Yeah. I guess he's the he's the pony? He wanted a pony, or a dog. What did he want for every American? Was it yeah, a pony? Yeah, it's like a pony for everybody. A pony for every American is his like platform. Guys, if you haven't seen any Vermin Supreme videos, if you're getting... <laughs> look, we're not going to talk about it. If you feel like you're too here. close to, to near the middle of the center uh, politically, <laughs> check out some Vermin Supreme. Look, we don't go political because it's all depressing. So if you... But, but like if you do... If you're feeling overwhelmed by politics, but you just can't pull away from it entirely, look at Vermin Supreme. During a debate for, uh, maybe it was city council. Who thinks council they're going to debate governor. him? He's wearing well, a boot on his head. <laughs> so it was a normal debate with like eight people and Vermin Supreme was also on the, the dais. And while like the Republican candidate was speaking, Vermin Supreme just got up and glitter bombed him. Just like dumped a shit ton of glitter on him in the middle of like what had otherwise been a totally normal like political debate he's how you the win king. a debate honestly right i'm talking about him you know like that the, 
when people talk about who like won or lost a debate, they never talk about who was the more correct. They talked about like it's all posture. And if you're yeah. dumping glitter on somebody, you have outpostured them. Hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. Imagine trying to say it's like, well, he he made some good points before he got hit in the face with that glitter. <laughs> yeah, before he was absolutely <laughs> covered. He he's actually, I believe, the the guy that got glitter dumped on part of the reason it was glitter is because the the conservative candidate was like wildly against uh open marriage like he was against gay marriage marriage for all and so no it was just glitter in general because oh was rainbow just, glitter. i mean this yeah, was nice. like this is like 10 12 15 uh, 15 years ago I, I forget exactly when this was a while ago yeah. Like it was it was Back pretty, when you had to go to Parsi- party city to get glitter and well it was not federally like the united states did not allow it yet as a whole. Yeah, you weren't allowed was... to buy glitter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you had to yeah, go yeah. on the black market to It wasn't I open mean, Michaels carry. Michaels was ready. Like as soon as they legalized glitter, Michaels was like, "We can step in. We got the infrastructure." It's was, it was just like the mob in prohibition. Did Michaels Michaels kind of fell off. I think or wait, did or is it Joanne's? One of them is kind of more just like a home goods store now. I forget. Uh, I think it's Michaels. I think you I think walk I'm, in and it's like you want a distressed like you would you like an american flag that has been painted on pallet wood that has been like distressed gently do you want that like it's like finished projects it's not like an unpainted and unsanded number two and a number four and then a picture frame and then like some fake moss like it used to be when we were kids when it was all Step one of project. It used to all be step it's, one of project. It was, I, that's what I remember AC Moore as, but I think Michaels bought AC Moore. And then, yeah. And then it became be- Michael Moore, and they did the whole Fahrenheit 9 11 thing. Exactly. Yeah. It was a whole situation. They bowled for Columbine. That they did. That they fucking did. And if I could have gotten, I just trimmed my nails so I couldn't do this with dramatic uh, yeah. effect. But imagine I had just gone like five seconds ago. It would have, it would have hit yeah. nice. Yeah, it would have. Man, <sighs> can't get them all. That's all right. That's all right. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I got the remnants of uh, these. Might be a little bit of whiskey soaked ice cubes. There's some foley art for you. Nice, but mostly it's Coca Cola on them. You know what I just realized, Jimbo? I got I got something I got something for your fucking ass. I got What's something that? here. I got so I got a bunch of stuff. Are you kidding me? So <laughs> went up to the station, didn't really do anything. I mean, put some more boards on the shack, but whatever. Give me uh, shack updates. What kind of screws are you using? Nails. What are we nails. talking? Nails. Two nails. Inches. Two. Nice. Uh, three inches. Three inches uh, galvanized. Good. You're gonna want that for the exterior. It's important. Uh, yeah, well, this is going to be the, the one that's untreated. Like, yeah, I, I I'm, do, I'm doing like all the, the rough cuts. Yeah. I'm doing all the rough cuts and, and like the, the non-painting and treating of the wood for this one. So mm. when it starts to rot, that's when I'm like, all right, the mini house needs needs like a, a fresh coat of paint or whatever. Nice. That's good. Yeah. So this is more of a disposable enclosure. Uh yeah, man, it's it's good. I didn't burn any wood when I was up there. I only, Whoa! Yeah, I only cut it. Incredible. And, and put it on stuff. Incredible. What are the what are the summer days like up there? Now they're nice and long. What's that like up there? Uh, the birds wake up really early. Mm, dicks. And the, and the bugs stay up really late. Also, dicks. <laughs> no, uh, that's fine. nature, though, baby. Exactly. That's why we do it. That's why I come up here. Well. The one thing I got for you left, and then I just want to talk more and more about the station trip. Is okay. That my, my my mom and my stepdad are on a cruise right now from Budapest to Bucharest. I don't know why. Sometimes people do these things. Now that's now that's Budapest, Hungary to Bucharest, Romania, and they're they're on the Danube. Uh, yes, the the famous the blue one, and not, now now not the white one. Now, don't say his name because I don't want to have to do any editing and beeping and stuff. But uh, our our math teacher from middle school, the one who had the boa constrictor, he's, current, he's currently there. I don't know. Yeah. I think volunteering or something. And Playing so, tuba. 
And so my mom was like, we're going to meet up. a tuba player on their river cruise. She was like, we're going to meet up with him, have dinner or something. I was like, that's cool. And so then she's been sending me pictures of the trip, and she sends me this photo. Why did they take this photo? Why is he posing like he's a gangster? Because <laughs> he looks what? like a gangster. But like, why? why are they not in the photo with him? It's just a picture of my seventh or eighth, seventh grade, seventh I'd grade give math you teacher, sixth, sixth Six. grade math teacher. Yeah. How how high I mean, can that, I go? Now you're getting weirdly specific. But yeah. yeah, but like yeah, why 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 him? And just by himself, why not them? I mean, knowing knowing like, your mom, like I I can completely understand why you just got a picture of. But uh, like my stepdad <laughs> middle school know teacher. Him. Yeah. My stepdad doesn't know him, so he could have taken the picture of the two of them who do know each other. Like, I don't know. It just it made me laugh so much. Just I just looked at my phone. It's a random picture of my math teacher from middle school posing real tough. Real fucking tough. And I mean, I'm guessing she informed you that he was on the trip. Like before well, he just sending this? He just lives there. And so Oh, yeah, he's not on they the trip. They went to visit him. Well, yeah, they like while they were in Budapest because they were there a couple days before now, the, the cruise now, were started. Were they on the Buda they, side or were they on the Pest side? Now we're getting into specifics that I'm afraid yeah, to ask. Because it used it used to be two cities, and then v, Vin Diesel connected them in Triple X, I believe. I believe that the great is Vin, Saint Vin Diesel. When at one point I think he kind of skateboarded on like a steel cafeteria tray down a rail he like grinded down a rail and then slid I down th- some steps on it i think he also used that tray to block some bullets too it's he probably killed tray. a guy with it when he was done too i wouldn't huh. be surprised if he like threw it at somebody's head and they just died from that now that was a good movie that why really we, was why can't we have more movies like that when he's standing at the top of the hill and he's like a, he's looking down on what he's got to go destroy, and then he like fucking triggers an avalanche, like as he's snowboarding. It's yeah. just like why why didn't you do it later? Why'd you do it then? <laughs> it's so good. When Samuel Jackson like kidnaps him and forces him and two other extreme sports guys to to knock over like a cocaine processing facility. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. And, and he realizes yeah. that he's he's been he's in like a fake situation when the fucking waitress at the diner is in high heel shoes. <laughs> that was the giveaway, and we're like, "Oh man, he's so cool for for seeing those high heeled shoes." One day, I hope to have the perception of Vin Diesel. <laughs> uh, imagine ha- having Vin Diesel's perception, but it was in Vin Diesel's voice, just. Over there. Hey, hey, yeah. Film is the most important thing. Last night, scrolling <laughs> that's through. That's all uh, it does. That's all. That's all. Vin Diesel perception is. It's just how important is your family to you? We were scrolling through HBO last night, trying to find a movie to watch, and it was uh, Family Classics, <laughs> and Fast Nine was the third movie listed. <laughs> of course, it was. <laughs> just it's like, all about family. I mean, it's all the. I know an algorithm picks everything, and yeah, like they mentioned family a ton in that. So of course it popped it's high up. High SEO, it, yeah, yeah. It's just very funny because it was like actual family classic movies, and then yeah, you, you know, got your Homeward Bounds, <laughs> Harry and the yeah. Hendersons, and then Fast Nine. <laughs> oh, Sorry, so I, I went heavy with the '90s Pacific Northwest creature films. But they Look, are family friendly. As somebody who has adopted a creature from the Pacific Northwest, I appreciate that. I feel seen. I yeah. feel seen. Yeah, you are loved. Well, I am loved. Somebody, somebody is. <laughs> oh, he's fucking loved. He, I've showed him the tough love by wrestling him, but he know he knows he knows he knows he's loved. Uh <laughs> good, good. Yeah, I don't have any other updates about the station other than it's great. Uh, I watched a bunch of movies since What'd you since, watch, I la- Jimbo? S- since I last talked about movies. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some rapid fire here. Yes. Uh, so I don't know why, but BBC America used to do this Bond marathon around July Fourth every year. I don't <laughs> have cable like anymore. A fuck you. 
haven't had cable in a while, but uh, I started doing it myself because all the Bond movies are on Prime. So started at Love the beginning. That. Yeah, I'm I'm on to. I, I've just gotten past You Only Live Twice, uh, which all of the plots are ridiculous. That one has to be the most ridiculous so far. Which one's that one? Uh, Donald Pleasance plays Doctor Evil, like the actual like yeah. guy, bald guy with scar and cat. In, yeah. in gray jumpsuit, but he stole, I think, a Russian satellite and a U.S. satellite. Like, he stole both, or warheads, and then he's got, like, a volcano missile launch place that he wants to hold the world hostage. It's got it's got everything, and you kill James Bond and bring him back as a Japanese guy, although it's still just Sean Connery with mascara. Nice. Like, I, and this isn't the first time that they tried to pull like that bullshit. Like they already did that once in Doctor No. <laughs> they were just like, yeah. "We're gonna take this Canadian Jewish guy. We're gonna make him Chinese. He's supposed to be half Chinese. It, it'll be fine. Don't worry like, about it. We're setting the movie in Jamaica. Why does he have to be Chinese? Like, there's no Chinese people. That's why we had to make a Canadian guy Chinese because we don't have any Chinese actors. Yeah." <laughs> Now, it's now, ridiculous. It's, it's funny that you bring up Donald Pleasance because I have a little bit. I, I need to go off real quick on the newest James Bond. The bad guy in that is Blofeld, which is Donald Pleasance. Cool. Like his character. But it's not. Obviously, it's not Donald Pleasance. I don't know this for a fact, but he must be dead. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'll give you that. He's got to be. De- he was in The yeah. Great Escape. He's got to be dead. But uh, they didn't. It's, it's it's Christoph Waltz is playing Blofeld, and this isn't really a spoiler. I mean, everyone knew there was going to be a bad guy in the new James Bond movie. Um, it happens <laughs> Wait, to be what? It happens to be Blofeld, and they don't give him the scar or the cat. Yeah, they're trying to break away from that. But know? like, then don't call him Blofeld. Just call him something different. Call him Pussy Galore for all I fucking what, like care. Bluefield. Sure, honestly, yes. Have it because like. I know that we've now established it's I think it's effectively canon that James Bond, I guess, is basically the name given it's to a the rank. 007 agent. It's like yeah, it's a rank. I believe that has been expressly canonized. Well, there's also 006. I mean, we saw yeah. him die in Goldeneye. But, so, but there, so, I mean, I assume that like he's the nerd of the crew, like they're like the seven dwarves or or something, and just James <laughs> Bond is like the one who just they cannot control. He's just always out getting pussy, and eventually like ends up like backing his way into saving the world. Yeah, he just pretty- he just operates on unbelievable luck and circumstance every time. <laughs> yes, and British imperialism, which has yet to fail him, but. So we know that. We know that because he works for the government, technically, I know he goes rogue a lot, but he's technically supplied and outfitted by the government that his his name and rank are are established, you know, but like that's not how bad guys work. It's not like if you're a bad guy and you work your way up really hard, you can eventually become Blofeld. That's not that's not like you're like you're like you start out you're like an odd job for a while. You're like doing stuff and then eventually your jaws, and then eventually your Blofeld. That's yeah. not how it works. Yeah, you like, get to be Blofeld and talk to a bunch of Meyer Lanskys, push them around. Yeah, you don't like anyway. That's my two cents on the new James Bond. There's plenty more to be said about the movie, but uh, I haven't just, seen it, and I intend on watching good. it last. It's not good. So I don't know it, if I saw the second to last one. Spectre. Uh, Spectre. Sh- sure. I think it was uh, Spectre. I saw Skyfall, I think. That one I saw I a lady on a train shoot a guy. Skyfall was, in was the one. one where they have that shootout with Judy Dench. Was it on the train? It. Nah, well maybe, but there's like, at the end of the movie they're like like in like the marshes was, of was Money Penny heavily into the movie like firing guns and whatnot. Don't remember. All I remember is the shootout with old-timey guns at the end of the movie. They have okay. old guns back at the at James Bond's parents' estate. Honestly, that's the James Bond I've seen the least. Yeah, and then there I've was Spectre, probably seen it once. Spectre, which had uh, Javier Bardem, and it's and everybody was all up in arms I saw because him, it's he basically took his face out. Yeah, 
Well, and it's he's stealing valor. I know. Well, that I, I, he's stealing like jawless valor. People might have been mad about that, but people were definitely mad at the implication that back when Javier Bardem had been like a spy, that he and James Bond had hooked up with each other as men. Ooh, spicy! And that was that. That, that is, got some people in a tizzy. Ooh, I get yeah, it now. People were upset about that. Um, yeah, yeah. The new one, it's just dog shit. The 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 plot doesn't make any sense. None of it makes any fucking sense. And then Blofeld is, Blows. is Blofelding. <laughs> Blofeld lives up to the first three letters of his name. Right. Uh, no. All right. So, other than. James Bond movies in the early 60s, which I highly recommend. I mean, it, you know, if if you're fine with the level of patriarchy that they live under, then you'll enjoy it. Or at least enjoy it for the cars and movie sets and, and way they dressed. All right. I Also, I just Googled it real quick. They did give him the scar, Christoph Waltz. I forgot. They did give him the scar, but he has hair. That's what it is. He has hair. They kept the scar. So he is supposed to be the same guy, which eliminates the whole, is it James Bond? Thi- like, they're fucking with their own timeline. It just, yeah, I'm mad about it. It's anyway. more of a cartoon world now. So, so far, out of the ones you've seen, what's your favorite? Who's your favorite Bond? Let's talk about it. Well, so I've only seen the Sean Connery ones on this go around. So, but I mean, Sean Connery's general, been pretty. Like, like, like not, not from this run, but specifically in your life. Is Sean Connery, because for most people, it is Sean Connery, but is Sean Connery your favorite Bond? Uh, it depends on what you want him to do. Like, give me give me a mission, and I'll tell you which Bond I'm choosing. Like, um, Disrespecting a secretary. Disrespecting a secretary. Then Sean Connery is not the one. Like, Sean Connery <laughs> really? is, is he's going to kiss her and touch her, and like she's going to feel good. That's true. Roger <laughs> it's, Moore. It's pretty probably. clear. Roger Moore would probably be the one. Timothy Dalton it would just look at her and she'd be like, "No, yeah." She's already like she she's already saying no with with Timothy Dalton staring at her. You know who I'm a huge fan of because of it's purely the context of knowing the backstory is George Lazenby on Her Majesty's Service guy. Yes, and now here's why: is that obviously he's the only Australian Bond. He was a commercial actor slash model who his agent lied on his behalf to get him the role. That's a good they, agent. That's, they were trying. That's, that's to get, a really good agent. I think they were trying to get Sean Connery to come back. And so they were like, we're going to hire this fucking model in hopes that that would piss off an Australian model. And this is like 69, off. right? Somewhere in that area, yeah. yeah. And they because they they were like, we're we're gonna we're gonna call Sean Connery's bluff. He's not gonna let some Australian model take over for him. I think this is the timeline. I think I could be wrong. They were trying to call somebody's bluff, and it did not work. And so they went with George Lazenby, and the director was like, "What the fuck? This guy is not a movie actor, and he's Australian. His English accent is shit for an English character." And so, by all accounts. From the director, from George Lazenby, from other people in the movie, he gave George Lazenby one take for every scene, and that was it. So, if you take that all that into account, that this was basically an underwear model from Australia who got in way over his head, and then had everybody one was shot. just like, "Oh yeah, fuck me, <laughs> fuck you." Yeah, he had one <laughs> shot at every line. I think it's a masterpiece. I think it's incredible. I couldn't perform yeah. that well. One take, I had, Charlie. I basically had as much. I have as much acting experience as he had, which is effectively none. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So under that, through that lens, I used to hate it, but now that I know the backstory, I love the George Lazenby Bond. Uh, yeah, I think it's not the next one I in my on my list, but I think it's the one after that. Fuck so, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know how I feel about let it. Let me know. Let me know. Yeah. I haven't actually watched it in a while. I like what you're doing, though. I appreciate it. How many are there at this point? I also don't know. I'm I haven't even guess, seen them all. <laughs> I'm going to look it up and like right after this, but I'm going to guess... 20-something? 30, I'm going to guess 31. 
31. What are you, what are I know, you going with? I know they've outpaced the books at this point because that guy died in like the early 60s and he only started writing those books in like the 50s. Could you give me a hard number, James? What's of your books? Guess? No, of, of movies. Of movies? I'm going to yeah. give you 27. Dude. Is that right? Okay. It's right. You okay. got it right on the... F- wow. Well, I mean, maybe I looked that up and I subconsciously remembered it, but who knows? Could be. 25 of the 27 were produced by Eon Productions, which was founded by producers Albert Broccoli and Harry Saltzman, who own the rights to the novels. Now, I knew I knew Albert Broccoli was involved, uh, but it makes me laugh every time that the guy who owns and produces all the James Bond movies is named Albert Broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> It's good. It's good. What's wrong? Yeah. There's What's nothing the name wrong. over there. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just very funny to me. Like Kyle Asparagus. Like it's just it's just funny. It's just funny cuz again, you think they like what be... did his an- what did his ancestors do? <laughs> like did he grow the broccoli or were his ancestors simply broccoli? <laughs> I don't know. There there's some, there's some strange English names too like Wheaton. Like Who's who's Wheaton or, or Wheaton? Dude, my last name's English, turns out. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, pro- mine probably is, too. It's Anglo-Saxon, so it's huh. English. Yeah. Yeah, Look at that. It, means, it means people who live in the green woods over in, in the green woods of the valley over there. Yeah, you used to do that. You've I've done grew that. Up, I grew up in the woods. It wasn't a valley, but I lived in the woods. I got it was ticks. a valley of sorts. I got ticks. I, I can yeah. identify poison ivy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. See, like like I'm saying, you just backed your way into Eagle Scout. I mean. Just it's living. Funny, it's funny you mention that. I've recently been thinking. Now, I feel like me learning this skill would, would make my life take a turn that I don't want to. Towards like an, an everyday carry Eagle Scout type of dude that I don't want to do. But. I've had to tie a lot of things down recently, strap it to different parts of the car and stuff. And I'm talking about your dog. I don't know shit about knots, Jim, but some of it, honestly, I did have to tie part of my dog to leash into a knot. (laughs) I don't know anything about fucking knots. And I know that's a big thing they teach in the scouts that I missed out on. But I don't want to be a dude who learns how to tie knots in his 30s. That's weird. That's weird. No, it's not. Is it not? It seems weird because people it's are going to think I'm doing it for bondage weird. reasons. I live in San Francisco, and I, like I can't learn knots in San Francisco. Well, think do I'm you know how to do? Up. Do you know how to do like the first step of of like tying your shoelaces, where where you take one end, kind of loop oh, it through the other, like that? I tie, I tie my shoes like a son of a bitch. Okay, yeah, because you can just do a couple of those, and usually that'll secure things. I mean, that's what I do, but I want to do the kind where there's certain ones I've seen it where you like you tie the knot and then you pull one end of it and it tightens it all down. Yeah, those exist. Because like, the, the type I do, you got to tighten it all down and then so, tie the knot and hope you don't get any slack while you're tying it. So, yeah, basically those are you just have to know which way the cord is going when you make those like cr- first cross things. Yeah, I know. I've got I've got so much to learn, and I'm afraid. Yeah, the rabbit goes into the hole, man. Out of the hole, around the hole. I'm afraid once I do a lot of rabbit work. A lot of rabbit work. I'm gonna get a Leatherman holster and start carrying like just random shit and get cargo pockets. And next thing I I know, I'm like, I got a a multi tool within arm's reach right here. I'm like, Like, yeah, but you use it. I don't. It's true. I did tighten the microphone stand with it. I got a box cutter on like my fucking. You know my backpack when I'm walking around because I I use that all the time. But like, yeah, because you a, might need to hijack a plant. I'm sorry, I might need. A, whoa, but <laughs> you can bring razors on planes. That's insane. You can bring scissors. That's crazy. Anyway, speaking of planes, <laughs> you, can, you can bring a child on your lap. <laughs> you can't bring my dog. Um, speaking of planes, though, let's land this pig. All right. Uh, we went a little over, and that's because you guys have been uh, good boys and girls, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Um, we are getting dangerously close to when that episode of uh, Killionaire comes out that I did. Um, yeah, so looking forward to it. Been, with been any, watching with for it. it. With any luck, 
my plug on that will mean some of the listeners will come back a couple episodes on this and listen to Woo. it. So if, if that brought you here, uh, le, le, just just let me know. Let us know anything. Um, yeah, you can find like us at or Royce. subscribe. I, I think you can do both. Why not? It's 2020 or 2019. Right. What is it? Did the Supreme Court didn't take that one away. You can like Don't and subscribe. Politicize this. It must be ever. Oh, I'm do sorry. Not politicize. <laughs> But yeah, so follow sorry. us on uh, Road Sodas Pod on Instagram or uh, email us at roadsodaspod at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, I don't know, uh, feedback, questions, uh, a bo- bond opinions. Let me know how wrong I was about the Blofeld thing. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. I don't fucking know. Anyway, you Simbo, right. any advice on people just now diving into the old James Bond films? Any 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 advice for that? Which, which movies? And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone.